Welcome to A Journey to Inner Wisdom. This is Crystal, wisdomologist and host of this podcast. The end of August always means the end of the summer for me. I always loved the beginning of the school year when I was in school and when I was working in an academic setting. I loved and still love getting new supplies for my desk, a new notebook, some color pencils. September is also a time for me to review the recent past and, and set some goals for the fall term. This summer has been a time of rest and relaxation for me. When my grandkids spent time with us this summer, it was pure joy, even if they stretched my energy to the limits. But there was an element of rest and relaxation in it because I just left everything behind and focused on them and our relationships. I've been pretty quiet on social media and have just enjoyed the abundance of summer. So now as the fall is upon us, I'm reflecting back on the last nine months of this podcast and thought it would be good just to kind of quickly review where I've been and where I'm going with it. If you've been listening in, you will know that I'm following the alphabet of this journey to inner wisdom. And this, there is some method to my madness. In my work with my clients and the programs that I deliver, I always start with awareness. From awareness, we move to beliefs and our perceptions of the world as we become more aware. And then moving to a stance of curiosity so that we leave our judgment behind and we can begin to understand those underlying beliefs and, and deepen our awareness. And as our awareness deepens in that stance of curiosity, this leads us to decision-making about our lives and so to discernment. And so when I sit with these four words, when I was sitting with these four words, I thought, well, why don't I just continue with the alphabet? So it was a good system for me to follow. And so from discernment, I spent two months on the letter E. Well, why? Because in the cycle of awareness, beliefs, curiosity, and discernment, we uncover our emotions. What are the, the attachments that we have on an emotional level? And we often don't deal well with our emotions. We push them down, we bury them, we ignore them, and they become a source of pain and suffering. They can become blocks to growth and awareness. So talking about the emotional freedom technique and the emotion code were a way of really thinking about how to release those, those emotions to make the way clear for deeper awareness as we move toward wisdom. I also spent some time with the Enneagram, which as many of you know, I love, and I offer an Enneagram program and I'll have one um, coming up in October. So if you're interested, do let me know because it's such a wonderful dynamic tool of growth and wisdom. Then I came to F and I wanted to get a little bit more, um, I guess, physical, you could say. And um, this was the journey into forest bathing because nature is so healing and it was the spring and we could go out into nature and enjoy the wisdom of the trees and of, of, of nature. And then gratitude, of course, is essential on the journey. And I often forget to be grateful for the abundance in my life. And on that note, I want to thank all the wonderful guests over the last nine months who shared their journey and their insights to uh, this journey to inner wisdom. Then I spent time with grief, really from um, a selfish perspective, as my niece had died this spring quite suddenly. And I was struggling with my own grief process. 
Um, and also in terms of how I was present to the grief of my brother and his wife and my niece. So I spent some time um, preparing for that podcast and had a wonderful podcast with Sam Lucier. And then from G, we went on again, um, a practical note to heart, heart powered coaching and uh, hand analysis and not fortune telling, but the wonderful hand analysis that Rosemary Heenan does to help us to understand our life purpose. And of course, then we went to intuition with Kimberly Banfield, which was a wonderful and enlightening and expansive um, podcast on intuition. And um, I've, I've talked to a few of you, and I know that you're very interested in working with Kimberly, and I would highly recommend her as a mentor and guide. I continue to, to work with her and love the work that she is doing and love her. Jay was the journey of Devani, who... If you haven't listened to it, it's a wonderful journey and um, or get her book, which is amazing. I missed Kay because it was the summer and I was taking a break. So I got out of my little system, which I may or may not get back to. And I jumped to laughter yoga with Catherine Kimmins, which was such a therapeutic, informative and energizing podcast. And hopefully you will listen to it again and again. Um, whether to relax, release stress or whatever. It was a wonderful podcast. And then of course, last week with, um, or last two weeks ago uh, with Jessica Marie talking about money, power and freedom. And her own journey is so amazing in terms of how she has arrived to creating this very unique program. So my sense is that using the alphabet as my guide has been um, has allowed me to follow a system to talk about the journey to inner wisdom. Even though I say it's not linear, there's some dynamic linearity to it. It is certainly cyclical. So all of this being said, I will continue to use the alphabet for my podcast, although I have to say X and Z are a bit worrisome, but I am trusting my intuition on those, and I'm sure that I will be surprised as the topics pop up. So as I always say, the journey that we are on, there are many ways to get there. And the journey to inner wisdom, there are many tools and practices, paths and possibilities and guides and mentors. Some we search for, we're actively searching, and some we just bump into by accident, and some are set down in front of us, and we're quite surprised by those. And we may or may not be looking for them, but they're there. And I will explore some of these tools and paths and practices and possibilities, and I will interview, I will continue to interview guides and mentors who may have an influence on your journey. And on my own journey, I continue to discover both the extraordinary wisdom, and in some ways, even more importantly, getting to the bottom of the ordinary wisdom that is right in front of my nose. And as you all know, we all have different journeys. What may strike one of us may not resonate with someone else, but our task is to be aware and awake in order to notice the invitations that are in front of us. So today, I invite you to relax and become aware of your different ways of knowing. K for knowing. I was going to talk, I'm going to talk about the four clairs today. I say four clairs because as I research this, everything's four clairs, four clairs, four clairs. I'm going to talk about more than four clairs. And clair is C-L-A-I-R, the French word for clear, 
So what are the clairs? Not eclairs, but clair, meaning clear, as I said. So when I say clairvoyant, it means clear seeing. So we all have five senses. When we use our five physical senses, we filter what we see, hear, touch, feel, and taste through our brain, through our belief system, through our personality, so that our senses, our physical senses, are an interpretation. What we, what we take in, we interpret, and so it is an interpret, our interpretation of reality, our perception of reality. Our intuitive senses, often called clairs, are different in that they are our soul senses. And clair meaning clear, untainted by our perception. So clairvoyant, as I said, is clear thinking. Clairaudient is clear hearing. I'll talk a little bit more about each. When I teach the awareness exercise, we begin with the five physical senses. What we see, hear, touch, smell, and taste in our day. These senses are connected to our brain, as I said, which in, interpret what we're sensing. We then become aware of our emotions. So that's the next step of the awareness exercise. How do we react to what our senses present to us from our, our environment? The third step of the awareness exercise is to tune into our intuition and into our imagination. Here is where we begin to access the senses of our soul are Claire's. I want to read a quote from Dr. Sanjay Teochia. There's a voice inside of you that whispers all day long. And if you listen to this voice, you will know what's right for you. Let me continue. He says, intuition is the ability to acquire knowledge without taking recourse to conscious reasoning. It is a process that gives us the ability to know something directly without analytical reasoning, bridging the gap between the conscious and unconscious parts of our mind, and also between instinct and reason. We all need to learn to listen more to our intuition or soul and not to negate and not the negative voice of ego and fear, the voices of doom, which is also the voice of our mind. So we are all intuitive. And we all have soul senses or clair senses. Oftentimes as children, when we are experiencing our clair senses, our intuition, we're told to pay attention, stop daydreaming, pay attention to the task at hand, look at your workbook. And we've learned at a very young age to not trust our soul senses, not to trust our intuition. But we still have intuition. We still have our clair senses. And we may just have to pause to become more aware of them. Let me first talk about each of the clairs, and then I will give you a little exercise that will help you to begin to once again access your intuitive gifts, as well as determine which are your dominant clair, which is, we often have one or two dominant clairs. The first clair that most people think of is clairvoyant, being able to see clearly. You see images either still or like a movie. You may see them in your mind or above your head. You may use words like, I see, I am seeing. You may say, this looks right or this doesn't look right. When I'm thinking of something, I just realized this fairly recently that I have flashes of images above my head. So someone will say a person's name. There's a little picture 
uh, above my head or in my it's kind of around there and um they're so fast that I just didn't even realize they were there I had to really slow down to notice how my clairs are working clairaudience is clear hearing you may hear whispers someone's name being said and there's no one around uh, a song and you may find yourself saying I hear you or it sounds like so words that are relating to hearing are, are often in your vocabulary clairsentience is about feeling again you might say well I feel or or I feel you and you're sensitive to the energy of others and the energy around you you may get goosebumps or you may shiver you feel something is right or wrong Clair at clear alliance means clear smelling you smell odors that aren't physically present my mom has this experience she will um, experience sensing my dad's aftershave or my sister's perfume and she'll say oh your dad was around today or your your sister Mary Beth was was here Claire Gustin's means clear tasting this is when you taste something that isn't physically present so sometimes if you think about I if I think about certain trips where I just had amazing food I can I can taste it it's like oh I just remember that taste my mouth starts to water and I know that taste it, it's not so common for me but I know that that I have it so these parallel our five physical senses so clairvoyance clear seeing clear audience clear hearing clear sentience clear feeling clear alliance clear smelling and clear augustance clear tasting and there's one more I want to talk about which is clear cognizance which is about just knowing so so not related to your clear senses per se not to the seeing smelling tasting hearing or feeling but it's just about knowing you just know things that it, it doesn't seem that you should know about you may be for example you may be making a big decision and you wake up in the morning and you know the answer or an answer just comes to you or you're trying to solve a problem yeah your brain might be working whatever but suddenly the answer the solution appears before you that that is clear cognizant it's a, it's a and it's a certainty about knowing and you use words like I know sometimes when I'm working with clients I'll get that kind of a download it's like I just know that this is what needs to be said so how do we get in touch with our clairs our soul senses well I want you to think for a moment about daydreaming and what happens to you when you daydream when we daydream we're transported somewhere and we lose track of our physical surroundings as a teacher or a workshop facilitator or a retreat guide I would I would always know when somebody was daydreaming because they were not there their physically their body was there but I knew that they were not present and so think about when you are daydreaming what happens to you you suddenly lose track of time you forget where you are and you know it might be in a lecture in a classroom at a meeting you're kind of sitting back at the at, at the uh, far end of the, of the room might be at a boring party you might be waiting for someone to arrive uh, for an appointment or whatever or you're just sitting on the deck in the sunshine and you're having a great daydream so daydreaming like night dreaming taps into our soul senses 
So a great way to tap into your clairs is to sit and daydream. Try it now. If you're not driving or doing something where you need to concentrate, multitasking, daydreaming really just don't work. I've proved that many times when I've been in meetings. <laughs> sit and begin to think about either a past great vacation or a vacation that you're anticipating. Start to put the story together. Let your imagination take over and see where you go and what happens. Take your time and spend enough time to really savor the experience, noticing what senses are involved in that daydream. And when you come back, take some time to think about what happened to you in the daydream. Did you hear the sounds of the setting in the setting? Um, could you hear people? Could you hear the ocean? Could you hear the rain falling? What was it that you could hear? And what did you see in that place? What did you feel? Could you feel the breeze? Could you feel the warmth of the sun or the cold of the ice? Could you feel the water? What did you smell or taste? What did you know about this experience as it unfolded? So in this exercise, you will begin to get in touch with your dominant Claire and be able to have more access to it. If you want to develop your soul senses, your intuition, a mentor or a guide would be a wonderful help. I continue to work with Kimberly Banfield uh, on my intuition, and I would highly re recommend her as, as someone to either be a mentor or to take her, her programs. So off you go to explore your clairs, your soul senses. There are many resources on the internet, as well as some great books. So that can guide you on your journey to your soul senses. So see you next time as we continue the journey to inner wisdom.